Florida Ag in Review for the week of October 5th, we start off with Tyron Spearman giving us a quick overview of the October crop forecast. USDA's Ag Statistics Service released on Friday the crop estimate for the United States. On peanuts for the southeast, they're showing now a slight decline to 1,819,200 tons. That's down 1% from September and down 30% from last year. The area nationwide on peanuts to be harvested is expected to be 1.08 million acres. That is down 28% from last year. Yields are expected to average 3,363 pounds per acre, down 34 pounds from last month, and down 63 pounds from the record crop of last year. However, this would be the second highest U.S. yield on record if realized. In the southeast, production in Georgia, Florida, Alabama is expected to be about 1,325,000 tons. That's down less than 1% from September and down 27% from last year. 825,000 acres is expected to be harvested. That's 25% cutback in acreage from 2008. Yields in the region are expected to be 3,384 pounds per acre. That's down 17 pounds from last month and 48 pounds per acre from last year. They are forecasting this year slightly less except for Georgia. Alabama is expected to average 3,300 pounds per acre, Florida 3,100 pounds per acre, and Georgia 3,500 pounds per acre. Mississippi is also expected to average 3,500 pounds per acre. On corn production, forecasted 13 billion bushels, 8% higher than 2008. Average yield 164.2 bushels per acre. All cotton production is forecasted 13 million, 480 pound bales. That's down 3% from last month and up 1% from last year. Soybean production is forecast nationwide at a record 3.25 billion bushels, up 10% from last year. Average yield is expected to be 42.4 bushels per acre. And for the citrus numbers, Gary Cooper has this report. This is Andy Eric, so let's go right to you and let you read the numbers. All right. Um, Starting with the non-valentia oranges, which would include the early, mid-season, naval, and temple varieties, the Florida forecast is for 69 million boxes, which includes 2,300,000 boxes of navels. California, 40 million boxes. Texas, 1,250,000 boxes. Arizona has discontinued estimates for the orange varieties, so the U.S. total is 110,250,000. For Valencia's, the Florida forecast is 67 million boxes. California, 15 million. Texas, 200,000 for a U.S. total of 82,200,000. That makes the state totals 136 million for Florida. 55 million for California, 1,450,000 for Texas, and 192,450,000 for the United States. The projection for FCOJ is 1.63 gallons per box. For grapefruit, the Florida all forecast is 19,800,000. The white varieties at 5,800,000 and the colored at 14 million. California is forecasting 4,700,000 boxes of grapefruit. Texas is at 5,300,000. Arizona has discontinued their uh, forecast. Um, the U.S. total is 29,800,000. 
Lemons, California, twenty million, and Arizona, two and a half million, for a United States total of twenty-two million five hundred thousand. The Florida Tangelos are forecast at one million boxes. Tangerines in Florida are forecast at four million nine hundred thousand, and that breakdown is two million six hundred thousand of the early varieties, foghorn sunburst, and two million three hundred thousand boxes of the honey varieties. California tangerines are forecast at seven million boxes, and Arizona has a forecast of three hundred and fifty thousand, which makes the U.S. total twelve million. Two hundred and fifty thousand boxes. So to recap, orange production is down in Florida and Texas, but up in California. Grapefruit production is down in all states, but tangerine production is up in all states. And in Florida, we noted that the decline in bearing trees has slowed. The orange fruit per tree is down significantly this season. In fact, the only commodities to have a higher fruit per tree than last season are white grapefruit and the tangerines. Orange and grapefruit sizes are below average and projected to remain below average at harvest. However, the early mid and Valencia oranges are projected to be larger than they were last season. Excellent, Andy Eric, Citrus uh, Crop Administrator for the Florida Ag Statistics Service in Washington D.C. And Randall Wiseman has an update on the fight against the death tax. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is continuing its fight on behalf of family farmers for relief from the estate or death tax. In a letter sent last week to the members of the House and Senate, NCBA, along with its partners in the Family Business Estate Tax Coalition, urged Congress to enact legislation this year providing permanent estate tax relief for family farms and businesses. Farmer states are 50 to 20 times more likely to incur estate taxes than other estates, and it's estimated that 1 in 10 farmer states with sales of $250,000 or more annually are likely to owe estate taxes in 2009. Those numbers, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Economic Research Service. Most of the time, these assets have already faced taxes two and three times over the course of a lifetime. The appraised value of rural land is extremely inflated when compared to its agricultural value, which can make it nearly impossible for asset-rich and cash-poor family farmers to keep their operations in the family at the time of death. So that's why NCBA is urging Congress to support H.R. 3524, the Family Farm and Conservation Preservation Act, sponsored by Congressman Thompson and Salazar. For more information, just log on to our website at southeastagnet.com. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner, who gives his opinion on the ongoing water wars. What's now referred to as the water wars, of course, is that uh, dispute between Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. It concerns the Chattahoochee River, which all three states benefit from. That fight's been going on for 20 years and very likely will continue another 20 years at least. Well, I went back to my files uh, and dug up a USDA paper from 1992 which prioritized water use. First of all, human consumption. Second, uh, industrial use. Third was agriculture. Fourth, commerce. And fifth, recreation. Remember now, water issues are scattered all over this country any time a drought occurs, that bickering gets stronger. Now, I don't have a solution to the water wars or any other water problem. I don't think anybody else does, but looks to me like after human consumption, food production ought to be next. But then I don't own a swimming pool, nor a boat. 
And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.